0: Welcome to First Love Online Church with Nyrill and O.C. Burnett. Flock is a ministry of First Love Fellowship whose mission is to win the church to Christ through unceasing prayer, intentional discipleship, and missional living. You can support the mission of First Love Fellowship by texting 918-300-4680 or by going to our website at wearefirstlove.com. And now prepare your hearts as Nyral and O.C. Burnett share on the first of this series, The Manifest Presence of God. Really quickly, uh, Exodus chapter 33, Exodus chapter 33. Um, And this is again, you know, I know I know I spoke about this a little bit on Friday and, and I've been kind of hitting on this here and there for the past few weeks. But I want to really dive in now.
1: Yeah.
0: So Moses is on Mount Sinai. And he's he's having to receive the commandments from God again, because the first time, remember, he went up there, came down and the people were partying and and committing all sorts of sin down in the valley. And Moses just took those tablets of stone and he broke all 10 commandments at once. Right. He just threw them on the ground. They smashed. Right. And so what happened is he ended up having, of course, go back and replace those tablets. But something special happens while he's up there. He's having conversations with God. And God tells Moses, it says in Exodus chapter 33, verse 12, which you should be reading by tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It says, then Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Like he's, he's not wanting to go alone. He doesn't want to do this huge task that God gave him by himself. He says, moreover, you have said, I have known you by name and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you so that I may find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And God said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, don't lead us up from here. So Moses is saying, listen, I don't want to do this if you're not with us. And I think that's a very important place to stop because Moses is given a, ta- given a task by God. Very often we we try to follow a calling. We try to follow an idea or a vision or a plan. And we have everything set in place except this one thing that Moses is asking for. He's saying, I want your presence. You can have everything in line. You can have all the I's dotted and T's crossed. But there's something missing if the presence of God is not there. Mm-hmm. It's not, let, let's go on. It says, then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, don't lead us from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Wait a minute. How do we know that we have the favor of God? That's good. Like, how do we know that God's hand is upon your, your, your music ministry? How do we know that God's hand is upon the work of your hands? How do we know that God's hand is upon your family, upon the ambition that you have in life? How do we know it? It says here, how will it be known that, that I have found favor in your sight unless the presence of God is there? It says, is it not by your going with us? Yes. So that we... I and your people may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth. Stop again. Because something, Moses is bringing out something here. He's saying the presence of the Lord is what distinguishes them from everybody else. See, it's not your Bible knowledge. Uh, you, you can learn that really quickly, right? When people talk about the Bible, not everyone that speaks of the scriptures has the presence of God. And so we, we, we have a church now where everybody's preaching, right? But, but there are very few who will dare go to God and say, you know what? I, I've studied this Bible from cover to cover. I continue to grow in the knowledge of the scriptures. But that does not distinguish me from a lost world. Mm. That doesn't distinguish me from sinners. The one thing that distinguishes us from sinners as the church Is the very presence of God that makes us different from everyone else in the world. Let me prove it to you. In John chapter 14, which we'll get to in a minute, Judas, not Iscariot, said to Jesus, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Which means there is a distinguishing factor between the church of Jesus Christ and the lost world. And that is the manifest presence of God, which means that this is something that we ought to be expecting. Listen, you can go to a church and and man, I'll tell you what, the, the, the Bible can be preached. The pastor of the church may have great knowledge of the scripture and great command and ability to to pull things out of the scripture and, and, and do everything within context and and get the Hebrew and the Greek words right and still be nothing but a Pharisee. Wow. Because the presence of God is really the goal. Like, we, th- there, there's no way. He says, how are we distinguished from everybody else unless we have the presence? And the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing of which you've spoken, for you have found favor in my sight. There it is again.
1: Yeah.
0: If you have the favor of God, the presence is there. And I have known you by name. Then Moses said this. Now, after God makes all those promises, Moses says, okay, I pray. Show me your glory. Yes. It's as though Moses, while he's in the presence of God, he's just asking for it all. God is, you know, Moses, Moses would have known by now that no one can just look upon God and live. And yet he's like, show me anyway. Like, let's make a way. I don't even care. Show me your glory. And, And God then, of course, makes the promise to him and does indeed end up showing Moses his glory. Now, in Exodus chapter 34, verse 8, it tells us that Moses hurried to bow low toward the ground and worship once God showed him his glory. And God said, I'm sorry. Moses says, if in any way I found favor in your sight, Lord, please may the Lord go along in our midst, even though the people are so obstinate and pardon our wrongdoing and our sin and take us as your own possession. So what happens here with Moses is this. Moses wants to see the glory of God. He wants the presence of God. But when the presence comes, Moses understands here something important. When you're exposed to the glory of God and the presence of God, there's something that gets revealed, and that is your own fallenness. This is the same thing that happened in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5, when God shows Isaiah the glory of God. Isaiah says, woe is me. When is the last time we were in the presence of God, and we didn't just sing and dance, but we said, Whoa! When is the last time the presence of God was so strong we could do nothing but repent of our sins? When the presence of the Lord comes, it ought to draw you to your knees before him, laid out on the floor, repenting in sackcloth and ashes. Remember Peter, when he had revelation of who Jesus was, he says, depart from me. I am a sinful man yeah 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 john the greatest prophet of the old testament prophets he says i have need to be baptized of you like wait a minute i i i have my i've been screaming repent 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 all this time and now here comes the lamb of god that takes away the sin of the world and john is like wait a minute hold on now it's my turn now i'm at the point of need john fell at his feet like a dead man in revelation chapter 117 he just collapsed that's why when people you know they, they they fall out and everything listen it's not my place to judge how they fall out i don't know what they're experiencing and i can't stand there in the flesh talking about well that wasn't god i, I don't know all i know is that when daniel fell out before god he says no strength remained in me
1: yeah. he yeah. says
0: my vigor was turned to frailty and he was different yes and i retained no strength also acts it says here and he trembling this is paul he trembling said lord what will you have me to do he was on his way to murder christians and all of a sudden he was like wait a minute lord what do you want me to do this is it see when you experience the manifest presence of god and i need us all to understand this when you experience the manifest presence of god you you don't it's not you, you you get to see God, yes, but there's something else you see that's important. Um, you see yourself in yeah. your own iniquity. Yeah. We're no different from the prophets of old when it comes to this, right? like so so in our in our pursuit of holiness, we should have an expectation to see God revealed but first things first, right they, they holy men saw a God and they trembled. When is the last time you trembled before God? I'm going to tell you something, First Love Fellowship. We're not there. Don't think for one second that we're there. We are not there. We have not arrived to this place, but I want to talk about it because I would like for us to get there. I can't control what God does, but I know that Moses, he said, Lord, show me your glory. And God answered him. First Love Fellowship, again, we are not there, but our pursuit should be right now. Our pursuit should be happening at this very moment, yes. because everybody who who encountered the glory of God responded in the same exact way.
1: Jesus, Jesus,
0: trembling, repenting, Jesus. woe is me. Nobody said in the, when when the presence of when the manifest presence of God came. Nobody said, "Okay, everybody, we're going to start singing this song and B flat." Okay, come on, let's go. Nobody did that. No, when the manifest presence of God came, your guitar didn't matter. The keys didn't matter. The drums didn't matter. No, it was like everybody was laid out. And so, so the manifest presence of God can come in a couple different ways, though. You can see the manifest presence of God come individually, as in the case of these men of old, right? But then there's a corporate manifest presence of God that can, when the Holy Spirit shows up, right? The, the, the presence of the Lord shows up. Everyone experiences this. Everyone sees it. The day of Pentecost is a perfect example. Acts chapter 4 is another example where the presence of God came corporately. And everyone in attendance was impacted by what the Lord did among everybody. When the glory of the Lord filled the temple of Solomon, everybody at the same time experienced the manifest presence of God. So this also is not only a private thing. What that means is that we can actually have a gathering and everyone from the youngest to the oldest from the, the the oldest person in the congregation to your little your little kids that like to to run around and and and, 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 and jump on furniture while while everybody's worshiping like when the presence of God comes everybody, everybody shuts, shuts down. down everybody repents everybody says woe was me I am undone this is what we're shooting for this is what we're aiming for because first love fellowship I, I'm gonna tell you something and OC you you you, you can you, I'm sure you can attest to this. I'm tired of having one on ones
1: I'm sick of it,
0: and I'm gonna tell you why and I, i'm 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 tired of one on ones I'm tired of meetings I'm tired because I don't want to continue doing such things
1: there's no change
0: with anyone who is not crying out and striving for the manifest presence of God That's right. like Yes, I'm down for a one-on-one and discipleship, all those things. I'm 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 all about it. But listen, I'm not all about it if you're going to to distract the the manifest presence of God from being seen in your life because you insist on holding to your own habitual sin. Yeah. Like the only thing we have to talk about your is offenses, stop sinning. Your offenses, yes. all of that. We are tired. And
1: it's not right unto God really it's not really us because we we know what was required it is required to disciple you but it's not discipling right. you to the point where you are not changing right and you can't fool us you can't fool God and if there is no fruit of re- there should be fruits of repentance and not where you placate and I remember you said on Tuesday the mask the Holy Ghost The word of knowledge has been coming really, really strong during prayer. And, you know, I remember when we were growing up and the word of knowledge was coming forth where the Lord was revealing things, the fear of God was on us. There were certain people we didn't want to even be around because we knew that the Holy Spirit would reveal the state of our hearts. And now the word of knowledge comes now and we double down. Right. We we continue in what the Lord the Lord said your mask need to be removed. You've got to you've got to live holy. Playing music is not just playing music, but we double down on our state. And so we we we're, we're tired, we're grieved. It's not a tired that like we're tired of meeting with people. Right. No. It's we're grieved in our spirit. We're grieved in our spirit because you're supposed to show fruits of repentance. You're supposed to show fruits of repentance, and if you're not showing fruits of repentance in your life, where you are growing from grace to grace, from glory to glory, and we're having to talk to you about the same thing over and over and over and over again, and what we have given you, you have not applied to your life. Though you are grieving the Holy Spirit, and there are scriptures. The scripture says, "Grieve not." the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that, that shows you and reveals to you the manifest presence of God is the same Holy Spirit you're grieving when you do not obey, when you do not do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. So we, this year, we have to come all the way high, way higher than we've been. And there's a point in time we say, okay, wh- what have you done? Have you read are you on 66 and 88?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you read the scriptures? Have you read what I've already assigned to you? And I this I, I don't know. Sometimes I, you know, I, I did this, but I didn't do this. No, those days are over. Right. It's Time. It's time for the manifest presence of God to be revealed in our lives.
0: Jesus said in John 14, this he said. Whosoever has my commandments and keeps them. He it is who loves me. Whoa. So you can say you love God. But the way Jesus sets that 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 demarcation up is whether or not you actually keep his commandments. Hmm. And he says, And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest, manifest. myself to Whoa. him. Whoa. You see that? God wants to manifest himself, but he's waiting for us to follow. And keep his commandments. So do you think that the, the keeping the commandments of, of Jesus, do you think offense falls into that category? Yes. You know, holding offense towards people, being angry at and, them, and um, them, not wrong. showing mercy, right? All those types of things, gossiping and things like that. Listen, the, you're violating the commandments of Jesus. You will not see God. You will. He will not manifest himself to you. Now, Judas says, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world. You get that. See the key point there? Us, not the world. Right. Us, and not the world. The manifestation of Jesus is for us, not the world. Jesus answered him and says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Jesus. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. See, the ones who don't love him do not keep his words. That's what he says right here. See, God hides himself behind the veil of sanctification. He chooses to reveal himself to those who have purified their hearts. This is what it's all about. Like if you want to see God, If you want the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, if you want to be in God's presence where even once you've separated yourself and been purified and separated from the world, God comes so strongly that you still say, woe is me. Yes. That's that's what we're looking for. Understand. I want to know with the Holy Spirit's help, how to go from knowing about God to engaging and experiencing that very same God.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm tired of preaching. I'm tired of talking about him. So I'm tired of a lot of things lately, right? Really, because I'm tired of the one-on-ones. I'm tired of the meetings about what to do and how to do things, things that the church does. I I know we have to have them, but I'm tired of them. Okay? I, I'm, I'm tired of talking about God. I want to experience the God that I speak of. Yes. And the more I learn about him, the more I'm like, wait a minute. We need more. I I keep reading about him. I keep studying. We're doing 66 and 88. How many miracles have you read so far? Right. How much closeness did Adam have with God in the Garden of Eden or Moses have on a mountain? Right. Like like I, I don't. It seems to me that like God is interested in revealing himself to people. All throughout the scriptures. All
1: throughout the scriptures.
0: And it's, it's we who, who push him away because of our sins. Oh, the, Isaiah says it, right? The Lord's arm is not slack that he cannot, or short, that he cannot save, nor his ear dull that he cannot hear. But your sins have separated you from your God. Yeah. That's the problem. Yes. See, there are entire denominations that are satisfied with just the dry academia of Bible study, I'm gonna tell you something. I know we have several Bible studies here at here at uh, First Love Fellowship. I know people having Bible studies. Listen, I don't even want to call them Bible studies anymore. I'm tired of studying God. You understand? Like. No, there's got to be this manifest presence of God that we experience. We cannot just study God and go home. No, no. The glory, at least at the very least, the hunger. Did God not say that in his word? Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst thirst.
1: thirst shall be filled.
0: Yes. So, like, even if you're doing a Bible study, something should come out of that Bible study that says, I need him. I want to know him. Like grabbing scriptures and coming to an understanding of something should be inadequate. There must be more than this. Now, listen, you know, Paul didn't seem to think that just knowing the scriptures was enough. Because Paul knew the scriptures, didn't he? -hmm. He already knew the scriptures, right? But like we have to be people who who hunger and thirst so much that we experience the God of those scriptures. Paul is like, that I might know him, right? Fellowshiping with his suffering, being made conformable to his death. Like, this is what Paul was asking for. Yeah, I'm sorry. I
1: made made that, I remember being younger. Mm -hmm. I think I was 18, 19, or 20. And, you know, every year I would pick out a resolution. I would pick out something and say, and one of those those resolutions was that i might know him in the power of his resurrection being made conformable to his death and the fellowship of his suffering and but that came out of this hunger this depth i was so hungry for his presence and i knew what i had wasn't enough yeah what we have right now is not enough and you know for, for just to be real and honest you know when you start a family and you go through life and you go through things right it nips away at your hunger yeah then you go into rote you go into rote remote and that's why it's hard for us to get the system of church out of people yes because they've replaced the presence yes with coming to church oh i went to prayer oh i went to church oh i fed the i fed the homeless Oh, I dealt with sex trafficking kids today. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did that, and you don't have a manifest presence, and the manifest okay, so you know you may be let me let me just say this if you're listening to this, we're talking about you, yes, stop saying. Oh, I have that. The Holy Spirit. Oh, can, can we also stop this? Now, when we talk about stuff like this, or we're having conversation with you and saying, this is what the Holy Spirit is telling us to tell you. Oh, this is what you need to do. Oh, the Holy Spirit told me that just the other day. He told me that today. If, if, if he told you, why are you not changing? Stop acknowledging that the Holy Spirit is talking to you and you're deliberately not listening. Yeah, that's that's the fact that if you say the Holy Spirit spoke to you and yes, what we're telling you, the Holy Spirit already told you, are you listening? Are you changing? And so you have to be so careful that because you are doing doesn't mean that you are becoming. Write that down because you are doing does not mean that you are becoming doing and becoming are two different things. You can placate, you can pretend in front of us all in one, you can type out scriptures and say, praise God, da 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 da, and then you're a different person at home. Praise God, right. and everybody, and you put up a front and a performance in front of us, and God is dealing with this, I'm telling you, it keeps coming up. All of that, if you are undone, you don't even wanna talk about what you're doing. It doesn't even right. matter. It doesn't matter whether you're serving sex traffic victims. It doesn't matter if you're working at the merchant. It doesn't matter because the manifest presence of God changes you to the point where your children say, okay, you're a different person. What is going on? Uh, or, or your people around you saying, okay, something is different about you. What is it that you are carrying? What is it? your, your whole? You know, we're supposed to have, a. Di- our lives are supposed to be different day to day, day by day, all the time. And we all, we all need to behold ourselves in that mirror and remember that we are dust, that we are, we are f- oh, um, um, f- um, nothing without Jesus, nothing without his presence. So let's stop getting used to the system of church and thinking that we're okay. Let's stop getting used to the system of church and thinking that we're okay and using that as a barometer as if you are doing something. You know, you know, I remember somebody saying that they, you know, they died and they stood before God. And this person, I mean, if you look at his Wikipedia, right? You know how Wikipedia outlines all the stuff you do? Yes. And it's a lot of stuff, it's a lot of stuff. Imagine Wikipedia and has all this stuff on earth, all this stuff that you've done. All, and when we were at your funeral, we're talking about all the things that you've done. He stood before God, he said his paper, he said it was like a little tiny scroll. And God said, you've done nothing for me. And see, stuff like, wow. stuff like that scares me. That I yeah. think I'm doing, we're doing First yeah. Love Online Church, we're doing all of this, and God says, oh, you've only done this much. And that's why the, we're supposed to live circumspectly. Because all the stuff that we think we're doing and we think we've arrived and we really haven't. We haven't even done anything. And he said, this is how much. He said, My, the stuff that I had, had accomplished was so much on the earth. But God, it was, he said it was like a tiny scroll. I said, oh. Wow. This is why we need the manifest presence of God. So that we can see ourselves daily.
0: So so there's got to be a way for us to, to express that hunger. Yes. And, and first of all, sin, our own personal private sins, undermine the experience of God's presence. So write that down. Say leaving you, uh, Sin undermines the experience of God's presence, leaving you with spiritless religious expression. And that's the direction that the church went to a long time ago. We replace this living relationship with God with religiosity. And what happens is, so let's say God moves through something. Let's say I open up a Bible to, a, you know, let's say I, I, I flip open a Bible to a certain scripture. Just you, you, We've all done this before, right? You want to read your Bible, like, well, I don't know what to read. So you just boom, and you find a scripture. And it's exactly what you need, right? right. right? And the Holy Spirit touches your heart and does something beautiful for you for that day. Religion is this from now on when I want to read the Bible, I'm just going to plop it open because that's how it's done. That's how the Holy Spirit moves.
1: That's how he speaks. That's to me. how he
0: speaks to me. And so you do that over and over again. And what happens is this. You learn to perfect the religiosity. Yep. Maybe your religiosity is your church program. Uh-huh. So what we do when we come to church is, first of all, we have food. And then we have announcements. And then we have worship. And then we have the word. And that's the order of service. And you can have order of service and perfect it and still... Not realize that you've lost the presence of God. I'm gonna tell you a perfect example. Samson. Remember Samson? Yeah. Over and over again, what did he do when the Philistines came in? He shook himself and he went after them. Right? Well, there came a certain point when his hair when he got his hair cut where it says that he shook himself And did not know that the Lord had departed from him. So Samson learned the religion behind his strength by shaking himself. Yep. This is Judges chapter 16. Yeah. But he did not know when you have religiosity, you can perfect the religion and not know that the Lord is no longer with With you. you. And that includes in worship. Yep. Oh, last week we sang this song. You ever see God move through a particular song mm-hmm. one week and what do you do the next week? Oh, we're going to sing that song again. And that song is just as dry and <laughs> dull because, you know what? It, just because he moved through that song last week, does not. you're going to gonna make week. a religion out of that song. Yeah, You understand? Oh, let's do what they did back in the Azusa Street days. Let's do what, what they did back in the old days of the tent revivals back in the 60s and 70s. See, you can try to replicate, but that's just religiosity. Religiosity. See, oh God. so there, there's a John Wesley talked about these this this man called Montanus and Montanus was during the second century, I think around like 174 A.D., somewhere around there. Um, Montanus was what we would consider today somebody that was like this radical, charismatic, Holy Ghost type person. OK, and, and they, he was called labeled a heretic. The church already had began labeling him a heretic because they were speaking in tongues. They were prophesying. They were laying hands on a sick. They were doing all those things, you know, and the church, uh, apparently they forgot about Acts chapter two, but this is what John Wesley speaks, says about the Montanists in his journal. He says, I was fully convinced of what I had once suspected that the Montanists in the second and third centuries, these are prophesying, laying on of hands, right? Um, Post apostle. Okay, they were real scriptural Christians. And two, that the grand reason why the miraculous gifts were so soon withdrawn was not only that faith and holiness were just about lost, Mm. but also that dry, formal, orthodox men began even then to ridicule whatever gifts they did not have themselves they ridicule. it's like it's It's like a person yeah it's exactly that it's it's when you have people like the the cessationist cessationists of today right they ridicule people who prophesy but they themselves can't
1: they can't right
0: they ridicule people who pray for the sick but they themselves don't they ridicule people who believe in miracles but they themselves don't and they make fun of them listen it, it says here Dry, formal Orthodox men began to ridicule the gift they didn't have and to decry them all as either madness or imposture. Imposture. Madness, they said. And that's exactly how they speak about people. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I don't agree with everything I see in every revival and every charismatic thing. I don't. I'm, I'm like, oh, boy, that's, there's something kind of mm-hmm. off about that. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this. These people who are taking it a step further, like Rodney Howard Brown, Mm -hmm. they're asking the right questions.
1: Yeah, all they talk about is the presence. Yeah, they're asking the the right questions. We want the presence of God. Yeah. We can't just sit here and preach.
0: Right. And so, yes, we cannot just sit here and preach. John Wesley goes on, though, listen to this. Montanus, who appeared without bringing any new doctrine. Wow. If you study the the, the, the central doctrines yeah. of spirit filled churches yeah. it is not very different from the central doctrines the of let's say united methodism right. or wesleyism or many baptist church protestant doctrine right, right. except this one thing they actually believe the doctrine yeah, yeah. They don't just preach about it. It's like Jesus said here: "You will lay hands on the sick, and they recover." Okay, so let's see. Let's let's go up there and find some sick people and lay hands on them.
1: That's it. Simple.
0: We don't make excuses like, "Oh, that stuff has gone away." Yeah. Since the death of the last apostle, which, by the way, you uh, you cannot justify that biblically. No,
1: you cannot. You
0: can't. C- cessationism cannot be justified no, biblically. If you just read, if if a person who's never read the Bible, the, a professor did this, a college professor. I think he was like a seminary professor. I forgot who it was, but it was from Dallas Theological Seminary. Yep. He simply, after all this knowledge of God, he was a cessationist. He just took his Bible and just read it. Mm -hmm. That no interpreting, no, no, just read the Bible. Once he was done, he realized, oh my goodness, there is no justification of cessationism. There is no reason why I should believe that anything that is in the Bible has ceased. Wow. I don't see it. And that's from him just reading the just Bible. Just reading the Bible. Just Nothing. read it. For, just reading. Forget forget John Calvin, forget A.W. Pink, forget Charles Ryrie, right. forget all these cesa- John MacArthur, forget yeah. all these cessationist philosophers who have a philosophy of scripture but they don't have the experience of the actual God of those scriptures yeah. this first love fellowship is what we're hungering for we want the actual god of the scriptures yes another early church father Origen, says this origin says this listen to this he says moreover the holy spirit gave signs of his presence at the beginning of christ's ministry and after his ascension he gave still more but since that time, these signs have diminished, although there are still traces of his presence in a few who have had their souls purified by the gospel and their actions regulated by its influence that was the key in the early church the problem wasn't that the gifts had ceased the problem was holiness had ceased faith had ceased and this is what I want us First Love Fellowship to get back to is the holiness of God and the faith of God allowing our lives to be regulated by the influence of the gospel because this is when we see the presence presence, and power of the Holy Spirit. But we've walked away from holiness. As a church, we've walked away from holiness, but we still want the gift. We're like Samson. We shake ourselves, but unholy. They were talking about IHOP the other day. Listen, you get a lot of people who are shaking themselves, but they're not holy. And they don't even realize that the presence of God has left them. And God is exposing. Jesus. He's exposing. Jesus. He's playing zero games. People were being healed. Miracles were happening. Prophetic prophetic utterances were going forth. The dead were being raised even in the days of Irenaeus, the bishop of Lyon. He knew it. He saw it. He experienced it. It was there. But listen, there is something about all holy people. They see miracles. Um, I'm going to tell you, I'm not sure. Like when God tells the nation to consecrate itself, this is corporate holiness, y'all. Corporate, corporate holiness. This is where we all go in and, and, and consecrate ourselves in the presence of God. You want to see miracles? This is, this is how it, it's done. Tongues did not cease. The gifts of the Spirit did not cease. Holiness ceased. It's when they started telling that damnable doctrine that you can, you can, once you're saved, you're always saved, no matter how much you sin. Holiness ceased. Yeah, eternal security. That that's not no, that's not a correct doctrine. It is not biblical at all, no matter how many scriptures they try to quote to you. Um, No, absolutely not you can indeed walk away from your salvation That's right. i had a pastor who literally changed religions i'm sorry but you <sighs> can walk away from bed. your salvation to his deathbed he changed religions so i remember when i was younger i read i i usually don't like talking about people like rodney howard brown benny Hinn, mm-hmm. when i'm ministering and i've talked, i've said things like that mm-hmm. to you but I, I was reading a book um when i was young in the lord by benny Hinn. see people freak out when they hear the word benny Hinn, right, right. Uh, but don't criticize Benny Hinn until you tell me how many sick people you've prayed for. Mm-hmm. Don't criticize Benny Hinn. And
1: how much you've moved t- t- in the power? Tell me.
0: Yes. Of the Holy Spirit. Tell me how many sick people you've prayed for. Now I know he has a, a nephew or something who's who, who uh, was spoken tongues. Uh, yeah.
1: And did a whole something about the American gospel. Right,
0: and now he's speaking against. Now he's dying. him, and and you know he can do whatever he wants, but you know the the movement of the Holy Spirit throughout the church is bigger than Benny Hinn. That's right. It's more than Benny Hinn. That's right. Right. So, you know, what they do is they try to get the most extreme, strange looking versions of charismatic Christianity. Mm -hmm. And they highlight that and criticize that. Mm -hmm. And see, I don't use the the 300 page document of Baptist uh, ministers who were caught in uh, child sex abuse um, as how I judge the Baptists. Right, I don't get their most extreme uh, examples, right? So I think that's very unfair of him to to do what he's doing to his own family member. Anyway, Benny Hinn, good morning, Holy Spirit. I remember reading that book, and there was a there was a scripture that he quoted, um, that was really interesting. But it says this: it says, "Well, let me, let's. It's uh, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God." And the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. That's 2 Corinthians 13, 14. What do you mean by the communion communion of the Holy Ghost? Like, how does life look when you have the communion of the Holy Spirit? Now, while his critics have said a lot about him, I have not seen not one of them. Not one of his critics directly address the presence Not one of his critics have 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 direct directly addressed the presence of God. Can one of you fix that? Just fix that, please. Yeah,
1: just turn it.
0: Not one of his critics have done it. Yeah. Meaning that I'm not hearing his critics talk about, Okay, let's open up our Bibles and talk about the move of the Holy Spirit. No, no, they don't do that. If you're going to criticize how somebody relates to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You ought to have not just what you think is wrong, well, what but you what think you think is right, right. Yes. and and show that to us. Yes, like yes. I, I want to see. Listen, we are in such great need of a move of the Holy Spirit in our day. Presbyterians, please show me show how this us. is done.
1: If we're doing it wrong, show
0: if us. we're wrong, show, show us, us what's right. Baptists, show, show us. us the Father. Show us, show us. Because what you're bringing to the table is as though you're going to tell me that the person that's literally demon possessed is going to respond to you the quoting the points of Calvinism to them. The no, they're not going to respond to that. We can only fake that nonsense in America. Oh, you go to certain parts of the world, you know, and try that mess. You and know, they, they, the will they will turn you into a frog. Go
1: try that in Haiti. Right. Let me know how that works.
0: Right. So this is why I, I'm I'm very adamant about this. Listen, we have to go here. We have to. The, we, the, the manifest presence of God is a, a it, it is the central issue, and I'm telling you, I seriously don't want to go any further without His presence. Not there has to be. Listen, I, I know that we're a discipleship ministry, we are intentional in ten- ten- discipleship, but last year we said uh, unceasing prayer has to be our focus, yeah. and we're still there. Yeah. But there's a reason for unceasing prayer. We want to pray for God. We want him. We want him. We don't want to go forward without his presence. And and there, there's something, friends, at First Love Fellowship, listen. I know this is like a—I'm a, a, not trying to give you a beat-up session today. You understand? But it's, That's,
1: it's not a beat-up session. It's supposed— When you hear the word, it's supposed to be convicting. Right, right. right. It it provokes hunger in you. I'm sitting here listening to you, and it's provoking hunger in me to look at myself and say, God, I'm less. I I need more.
0: Right, right. Like when, when we realized that the gifts of the Spirit ceased in the early church, not because God decided to move away. Holiness went away. Holiness went away. It became a matter of personal um ambition to be raised up in the church. You got government positions. Remember when a church when, when Christianity became the religion of Rome, you you would benefit from being a Christian.
1: Yeah, nowadays you want to be a bishop because of the amount of money that you can right,
0: make. Right, you make money, influence and uh, you know, best selling books and things like that. Right. And then next thing you know, they see you twerking with 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 uh P. Diddy, right? So, um, yeah, th- there's that. See, the holiness has gone away from the church. Jesus. That's why uh, that that's a real thing. I'm not just making that up off the top oh, of my head. The, you'll see it when we do resist the apostasy. Um, but but we 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 have to get to this place where holiness is the priority. Young adults, holiness is the priority. Old folks, because you know, old folks can be old and unholy. <laughs> old and unholy.
1: Oh, being old and unholy does not.
0: No, it's those sins of of you know. I heard Edwin Lewis Cole a long time ago. He said the sins of a young person are are sins of of um, passion, passion perversion. The sins of a middle aged person are sins of pride. Yeah, you know, you hit around fifty years old, it pride. I think you know it all. Got to watch it. Forty, fifty years old, you, you think you know everything because you're a little bit older, but then sins of old folks. Those are sins of prejudice. Mm. That's when you are set in your ways and, you know, you, 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 you've, you you've figured everyone out, yeah. you know. And, and so you can be in sin and be old. I'm, I'm, what I'm telling you, though, is let's let all of that go. go. Lord, save our callous save hearts. Our if Christ you're hearing this right now, Jesus. you need to ask Jesus. the Lord to, to, to save your callous heart. Jesus. Like you can disagree with me. But here, listen, I want you if you're going to disagree with let's me, let you and God disagree with me.
1: Jesus.
0: that's the thing you don't don't sit there and disagree with me and you don't have god right. you don't have the manifest presence of god in your life and i disagree i don't see it that way all right well uh that's a problem because uh, you're suffering from the, the 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 lack of of the manifest presence of god which is a huge matter
1: when you have
0: the presence of god mm-hmm.
1: and i always like to bring it this down to a, a, a practical level when you have the presence of God, your house is in order yeah your children arise and call you blessed yeah everything you touch because the presence of God is with you. people know you they honor you they respect you because of not what you've done but because of the Jesus in you it's it's so practical in it's you in in the use of having the manifest presence of God, it's not just for us to gather together in a building and then we see a cloud.
0: Yes. Right.
1: It's for our everyday. We're supposed to be these people 24 seven.
0: So we're transformed every day, right? We're different. Even amongst the brethren, we're different. And it's not because just of our effort, the effort goes not in changing your behavior. The effort goes into drawing close to God, And he is the one that transformed you. What if if the world, what if this lost world, right? Because didn't didn't, uh, Judas say that? He said, like, you're going to manifest yourself to us. How is it that you're going to manifest yourself to us and not to the world? What if the world, when they joined our fellowships or they came in and visited us and our family groups and everything, what if when they came in, they were like, wait a minute. There's something these people have that I know I don't have. What if they came among us and they were like, I've been to churches before and, you know, they ain't no different from anybody. But there's something about these folks. There's something different. There's something otherworldly going on inside these walls that I can't find anywhere else in the world. Or when I visit that family, I just feel such of a peace when I walk into their home. This is what I'm talking about. This is this, and this is just among people who have the pursuit. I'm not even saying they've got the manifest presence of God, but at, at the very least, the pursuit. Like Moses had the pursuit when God when God was speaking to him in Exodus chapter 33. Yeah. God hadn't shown Himself in all of His glory yet. Yeah. It's like if we just have the pursuit. What was the the name of that book by Tommy Tenny a long time ago? God chasers. God chasers. Yes. Yeah, what happens wow. when we become God chasers, God chasers again? Chaser. We must become God chasers. But what happens is we become satisfied. What bothers me is that we become satisfied with not having the presence of God in our lives. And so we can go day by day, week by week, with literally no inspiration, no power, no nothing. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But I came to church. And you can tell. I'm telling you, you can tell. You, you can tell when, when people don't have the pursuit. When we do worship. Yep. And people like, you know, we did that the that, that, that thing on Tuesday where we sang that song, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you see, it's so easy to sing songs and not have the, 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 the conviction of that of song, song in, your in your heart. And we have to start singing with conviction. Uh, musicians, there should be something that is springing forth from you, not just your skill, but your burden. Jeez. Your, 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 like everything in you, it says, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. What does it look like when we're blessing the Lord with all that is in me? Is it this stand up, straight, stiff, disciplined singing of a hymn? No, if you read the words to those hymns, those hymns were written in tears, those hymns were written in anguish. Just for us to have dead church services where we recite the hymns in the right key, but there is nothing coming out of one's heart that's anguished towards God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all, all, when you're playing the guitar, all, when you're on the drums, all when you're on those keyboards all when you're singing bless the lord listen i don't care if you know like 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 the worship should be coming through you not just the song the worship i wish one day you know i, I saw i saw a service the drummer you know they were doing the shout music and a drummer just doing this thing boom, right and 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 it's i guess god just got to him so much that all of a sudden the drum stopped brother was running around the church and the pastor's like oh the drummer got the holy ghost right and then and then the pastor's like uh oh, uh, oh, 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 sound man sound where's the sound man sound man's running around the church <laughs> he said i guess i don't have a sound man because you know the sound man's you know what i'm, what I'm saying is that like l- let's yes. stop making fun of people's praise yes they're experiencing the presence of god god Let's, let's, let's get back to hungering after the presence and, and, and stop just calling everything flesh but you're not in the spirit yourself
1: <laughs>
0: you know people stand and go that's nothing but flesh yeah well when is the last time God caused you to tremble when is the last time God caused you to lay out on the floor when is the last time God caused you to literally you don't know what to do with the energy God put inside of you to just, just start running I know somebody God get to him he just start running and that's okay Yes. Of course that's okay if you can't dance by the way. Dance. If you can't dance, run. They're equal, they're equal in um in 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 intensity, in yes, rank. Yes, yeah, yes. dancing and running, those are the, they're equal in rank. In fact, running might be a little higher. Uh that that's that's not bible. So 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 Listen, it says in his presence, there is fullness of joy. of joy. What does it look like to be in fullness of joy? Because yes. right? that's another thing about in a manifest presence of God. It's not just that you're going to end at repentance. No, there's something else that God does. Once you're done going, woe is me, I am undone. Right. There's, there's this joy that comes over you. And it's not a joy that makes you just you know, happy all day. It's like that spontaneous, instantaneous joy. That joy that makes you jump up. You know. Again, we like to criticize people. Too much We like to criticize people who claim to have the move of the Holy Spirit, but I went to a camp meeting one year at RaMA. Oh boy! and these people boy they, they start they start um man, you know that video that they have of the guys that dan- kind of dancing kind of funny and yeah, play yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there for that. Oh, I was there that day. There that yes, day. I was there. And I'm going to tell you something. What they make fun of online, they, they miss the, the rest of the stuff. Uh, yeah, that was a move of the Holy Spirit. Something special happened that day. That's right. And I, I saw these guys though they're dancing. I didn't know people could jump that high. I was wondering if like he kind of jumped and then kind of took his foot and and got a little bit of leverage off of somebody's hip no. and went <laughs> even higher. You know. But I'm like, these people are crazy. I was there and I was like, these people are crazy.
1: Yes.
0: So oh. I, I learned something yesterday. Though I was I was studying something and they were talking about how. We we have a lot to say doctrinally about certain people in the charismatic movement. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I understand some of the doctrinal concerns and so on. I have doctrinal concerns about Calvinists, um, don't I? I mean, they, they, we, And we're very uh, well-founded ones. Right. But what the person said who was not a charismatic, he said this. He said, but have you ever been to one of their families mm-hmm. at their house? Mm-hmm. A lot of you are criticizing charismatics, but you've never been to one of their churches. No you've never been among them and he says i was i was among them and you know what these people are believers that's right See, we're calling everybody heretic. But then you go to like Eagle Mountain Church in Texas and realize that there are some strong, godly, God loving believers in that church. And, and who I is...
1: would love to stand with me. Yes. If...
0: And who's the founder of that church? None other than the one and only Kenneth Copeland, the bane of all Calvinists and cessationists. They call him a heretic, heretic, heretic. Uh, now, now I want to ask you a question. Who is Kenneth Copeland calling a heretic?
1: He sure doesn't. He doesn't deal with it, touch anyone else. You
0: know why? Because he does not believe in speaking negatively about anyone, anyone. that's considered his brother in Christ. That's right. You see? Uh, what I'm getting at, if we're going to experience the presence of Christ, right, we're going to have to take our mouths off of people. people. Get your mouth off of people. Jesus. Get it off. I'm telling you, it's, it's, I know it's, it's like, like just the, the constant thing, right? Like, you know, you can, you can talk about me or OC, which I don't, I don't know how many people really talk about me that much, but, but, you know, even, even your, 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 your preachers, we can talk about the, the heresy or the, the doctrine, right? But, uh, y- y'all, we have to be very aware of what we're doing about when spirit, we're coming, though, and, and when the spirit, in spirit. Yeah. And that's what the guy was saying in in the article I read last night. He said, you know. He, what he was saying was that you're really operating in a form of witchcraft. Yeah. When you're using the scriptures to give you an re, a reason to slander someone. To slander someone. I was like, oh my goodness, conviction has set in, you know, yeah. because th- there's even people word that curses, I. Uh, putting word curses on people yes.
1: because of what your assumptions are about that person.
0: Right, right. And these are the types of things, and I, I don't have it written down here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a quote from Smith Wigglesworth, if I can find it. Oh, boy, I, I don't see where it is. It's a quote from Smith Wigglesworth, Phil, that, where he says that, um, yeah, I realize that God can never bless us on the lines of being hard-hearted, critical, or unforgiving. This will hinder faith quicker than anything. Yeah. I, I can't, if we, if we just stopped there at First Love Fellowship, right, yeah. and just decided this is 2024, I am not going to be, Hard hearted. I am not going to be critical. I am not going to be unforgiving. I'm not going to show attitude when we get together in our gathering. You know, we're all together, you know, eating and having fun, and you sitting there with attitude. The devil is a liar. That is not how church works. Don't be subject to your feelings. Look at the people around you and ask yourself how you're treating them. You see, we want the manifest presence of God, but we don't want the ways of God. It, it, it's really rough. So, so th- that's what I mean. Like we we have to, we have to shift, friends. We have to shift, and we have to begin to hunger after the Lord God Almighty, because we can't ask God show me Your glory, and we're standing there with sin in our hearts, habitual sin that holds us away from God, offense and judgment. Listen, I want to see Him. Purify your heart, saints. Yeah. Separate yourself from the disgusting uh, ways of this world. Yeah. And hunger and thirst after the manifest presence of God. And I really want you to see what God will do in you and through you. That's right. If you do that. Amen. Amen. Now, now again, don't hunger after the presence without the holiness. Yeah. So. No, isn't Carmen who wrote that song? I hunger, hunger, for, hunger for holiness. holiness. Yeah
1: for righteousness. Disease. That's yours.
0: Yes. We have to be those oh, I people. Need to post that. I'm going to post that on one body. What hung, hunger for holiness? hunger for holiness. Yeah. That was one of the best songs she ever did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Helen Baylor did it. She did. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Put Helen Baila's up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but yes, th- listen, we got to go back to something. Jesus. We have to go back to a focus on holiness. Remember the gifts in the early church, they ceased because they stopped being holy. That was the problem. It wasn't that the spirit of God decided that he would cease doing the operation of the gifts. That wasn't it. They stopped being holy. Let us be holy before God. Amen. Amen.
1: Wow. I mean, makes me want, I don't know how, I don't know. You know, I, I, I hesitate to ask people to respond because we have so many people that they placate now and they they respond based on religiosity if i tell them why well, did what did you think of that message and and it's so religious but you 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 walk away and really in your heart you're not really wanting to change and so we all have to really be circumspect about the words we're receiving from the lord amen we have to be circumspect and my my hunger is stirred i'm grieved about myself and i know there's more i've seen more i've experienced right. more and we've allowed people's offenses people's hurts the way people have treated us the you know um and i want to say this it doesn't matter what you do for god if you are in fence against your family if you're a family member or whoever, if that person comes around and there's something that's stirred in you that brings you to an unrighteous state in your behavior, stop doing for God. The Bible says, put your arms down. If you're trying to give, don't give. Put your arms down. Go deal with the offense you have against your brother. And then come back. This is, and and why are we bringing this up? These are easy ways to grieve the Holy Spirit, and you will not feel him. You will feel emotion when I'm singing, and you'll say, wow, that was powerful, but you go home and you're not changed. You have to be deliberate about your heart. You have to be deliberate and say, God, create in me a clean heart, oh God, renew a right spirit in me. Many of you are very used to the system of church. That's why you come in and out of first love. You don't really, you're here, but you're not here. You're, 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 you know, you don't, you're not experiencing the benefits because you're craving the system and this will cost you your life. What we're telling you to do will cost you your right to be right. Your right to defend yourself Amen. your right to do because the manifest presence of God will not be seen in you if you decide to fight for yourself wow it won't it won't you have to lay you have to die, you have to let people treat you wrong, you have to give up friendships, give up friendships, give up. French, stop being so hungry for friendships, and you're not as hungry for God as much as you are for your friends.
0: Yeah, you got to stop. The Pharisees said that the Jesus. It was said that of the Pharisees that they loved the praises of men more than the praises of God. They loved the praises. They wanted approval from people, and that includes family too. Yep. Yes. the
1: The approval from family is so strong right now. And people are literally being separated from families because they are choosing to, uh, they're choosing their family over God. They're choosing their family over God. And so, guys, <sighs> my heart is just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grieved. I'm, I'm weeping. I'm weeping because the heart of the Father beats for you. He beats for his people. And I, you know, I fear that you hear messages like this all the time and you're, you're not changing and all it does, it just hardens your heart more when you listen to a message like this and you choose not to change. It's time for us to change. You know, I, when you, what do you do with what you just heard? Right. After you're done, go into your room, you could get off of your one body Spend time with the Lord. What do you really have to do today that you don't have time to go in your room after listening to this message and really talk to the Lord about your heart? Spend time with Jesus. Listen to the message again. Meditate. God, is my heart holy? Give me a hunger for holiness, real true holiness, not the mask that we put up. Right. And then we become different people in different phases of life. We come in, we shake ourselves. We have arguments in the car, and then we say, "We're going into church. You better act right, or you, 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 you come in. <laughs> right. you, you, you know, true. You, you, That's all real. of these things." And we no, no, no. The Holy Spirit is saying, "No, I will not bless that. I will not go a ab- uh, go against myself, and bless that." I want you to come up higher. I want you to come up higher. That's what God is telling us, first love. It's time to come up higher. Stop being afraid. Stop being fearful. Stop being offended. I want you to come up higher because he
0: sees you. So. Amen. Uh, next, next week, we're going to talk about Ichabod. Oh, um, we're going to talk about how, how Ichabod actually leads you Jeez. to the bondage you may be facing. You, you, you ever have those situations in life where it's like a certain measure of bondage is there and you can't escape it. <sighs> which it's because of the glory. The glory is departed. Because when the glory comes, you can't Nothing be in bondage. The right. Right. You can't be in bondage. You know, when, when Israel came into captivity, their enemies, what did they do? They went straight for the ark. Israel wasn't in captivity, but the ark was over in a corner somewhere with the glory. No, no, the, the ark they had, they wanted to, they had to get the ark. And the first way that the ark was taken away from Israel was not when he came and got the physical ark. It was when the glory that was in them had departed, departed, right? The ark, the ark was easy to take once Israel was in sin. Well, it's bondage easily overcomes people. When, the when a glory is departed because of our sin. And then I can't, I can't have a one-on-one with you. Mm-mm. Because if God's glory is departed, I can't fight God on your behalf. I am not powerful enough to fight God. Disqualified. Right. I, I, there's no way I can do it. You said disqualified? Yes. I kept hearing that Friday yeah.
1: that, guys, if we don't change, we will be disqualified from the race. And you don't want God to disqualify you. And these are things that are all scriptural, lest you be disqualified. That's what the scripture says. We have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, lest we, you know, God has the reason why God is speaking so serious now is that because he's worked with you for years. You filled out the form. We've prayed with you about all these things that you deal with, you keep coming back to your own vomit. You keep coming back to the same place where you don't trust God and you do things yourself or all of this, and he's given you years. He's given you years, first love, and now God says no tolerating. And if you're not in a place where you can self-circumspect and go to your prayer closet and deal with it where you change, you will be disqualified. God, may we never be disqualified. Amen. May we never be disqualified. Amen. Amen. Well, wow. I mean, we went from faith. God's like, I love you. Let's walk in faith. And by the way, you know, faith has to do with this, right?
0: Oh, goodness. Yes.
1: You, you, you have to trust God for his glory to manifest in your life. Stop holding on to the things that hinder the glory from coming into your life. Walk by faith. Trust him, trust him with your children, parents. Trust him with your children. Stop trying to work it out for God. Stop trying to push them to do things they don't want to do. Trust him with your children. I, I I I saw somebody the other day, and um, and she was showing me her phone, and I uh, you know her daughter got married, and she she had Snapchat on her phone. I said, "Girl, what do you, what do you, what, why do you have Snapchat on your phone?" Because mm-hmm. I know she doesn't do that. She said, "I, I just have Snapchat to keep up with my grown kids. Oh, they're wow. 24, college, mm-hmm. they're grown, married." I said, "Get number one, get Snapchat off your phone because China owns you at this point, and we'll talk about that in resist apostasy." But I said, "You have to give your kids to the Lord." I cannot be watching my kids 24-7. I don't have the strength or Mm -hmm. time to be watching my grown kids and controlling my grown kids when they're grown. They're going to make their decisions. They're going to make their decisions. They're going to do what they're going to do. And I have to entrust them to the Lord where I don't control what they do. Parents, grandparents, And trust your kids to God. Because you're not trusting, the glory is not dwelling on you. You see how everything ties in? Trust them with God so that the glory of God can be on you. Trust them. Trust your teenagers. Trust your children that they will serve God so that you won't be bereft of the glory just because of your children's behavior. Hmm. This is as simple as that. Well, this was great. Can you pray that part out? And then I'll, I'll do the giving and talk about 66 and 88.
0: Yeah. If you're, if you're listening today and you're, Jesus, and you know, you know, you've not been holy before the Lord. Yeah. You know, you've not been walking with him. Yeah. Like maybe you're at, at home by yourself. So you have no one to fool, right? Today is the day that you should be getting real with God. If you really want to see his presence, when David sinned, what was his concern? Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Right. Like he still wanted God's presence and and that's why he ran back to God. Right. Um, Let's pray restoration because this is really how you win the church to Christ. It's, it's bringing people back to the pursuit of the glory of God and not the glory of self or the glory of the world. Yes. Father, save your church. Save your church, Lord. Save your people. Save your Take your people out of the bondage save of their us. own flesh and their own mind. Save us, Jesus. I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that you remove the blinders from people. I think people have blinders on them that hinder them in from the hearing the of word Jesus, of God. Jesus, Lord. In I pray, Father, Jesus, in Jesus' name, that you remove the blinders. Remove the
1: blinders, Lord. Let them see their state.
0: I ask Father that you, you cause the people of God to hear, not just be hearers though, but doers of the word. I ask in Jesus' name from the youngest to the oldest that there be a spirit of repentance and a a, a, a yearning to get back into your presence. I ask Father that each person at first love fellowship, that not one person From the youngest to the oldest will abandon this pursuit, this pursuit of holiness before God to be God chasers. And I ask in your name, Lord God, that even as we conclude. That the pursuit doesn't conclude in anyone that's hearing that your people, Lord God, become accustomed to running back into your presence. Yes. Even as they reach 66 and 88, let it be part of the pursuit. Yes. Even as they fast yes. once per week, that's what we're asking, fast yes. once per week, that, Lord God, that they would, that they would continually pursue your presence. Yes. I pray in Jesus' name, O oh God, that you even bring us higher in all of our prayer lives, Lord. Let us Amen. be spiritual people, Jesus. spiritual people and not carnal people. Yes, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that every word of offense, that is in people's mouths towards other people just the outbursts of anger the outbursts of frustration where you say things you ought not to say I pray in Jesus name Lord that you shut all of that down and I ask in Jesus name Lord God that you give us all the boldness to shut it down when we see it I thank you Father God that you purify and that you cleanse First Love Fellowship that this be a holy church that this be a church that brings glory to your name. Yes. I even pray for those, Lord God, who are not part of First Love Fellowship, but are either doing discipleship with us or friends of First Love Fellowship, that a new urgency and seriousness yes, about Lord. being in the presence of God return. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that no one be disqualified. Yes, Jesus. That no one fall Please, short. Lord. Please,
1: Father.
0: That there be a real rest for the Jesus. people of God. that no one falls short of. And thank you, Father. Thank you for doing all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, our Savior. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, He mentioned something that you may not know about, 66 and 88. We are reading all 66 books of the Bible in 88 days. We do it every year. For you to do it, you can just go on. If you type in 66 and 88 under the search, under the general search, Um, if you uh want to be tagged on it, just let us know and we'll um tag you on there so that you'll um maybe we'll just repost it. Um, I'm actually doing that now. Yeah, Pastor's doing that right now, reposting the 66 and 88 guys. this 66 there's something different about this 66 and 88 this time. It's very sobering to me, and I'm making sure if you see me on my phone, I'm probably not on my phone. I've been just reading, I'm making sure that I'm reading all day, I'm reading all day. And um, uh, just, just do it, do the 66 and 88, and get in the word of God, and allow the word of God to change you. And also, you know, this is a time where, you know, if you were in a regular church, you'd be, the bucket would have already been passed. So giving is a biblical construct. (laughs) <laughs> it's a biblical thing and we're not going to stop asking for people to give because that's what the Bible says to do. And so, you are able to give if we're going to put the link up somewhere, you could type it in on the, at the computer, yeah. Um you could give at uh wearefirstlove.com. The first two links, if you scroll down, you'll see it says give. Um and you can give there or firstlove.givingfuel.com forward slash first love fellowship written out. You can give there or you can give cash app cash tag. We are first love, or you can give via PayPal. Um, and we can put those, those links up as well. Um, so we're just giving you more, more, and you can also do some other, if there's another way you want to give, let us know and we'll see if we can accommodate it. We have a couple of more ways to give, but, um, you are able to give cash app, hashtag, we are first love. Um, we also have Venmo as well. Um, just let us know. If you want to give that way, we mm. will, um, you can You can do so. Um, and, uh, and you're giving. So as you can see, we're going to, I already, you know, I, I, I felt like, you know, we got, we, this is what we were talking about, living by faith. We are going to purchase a new camera we are going to purchase a new camera. We're, we can't keep stopping and having yes. all these issues um, on Sundays and starting late. We're trying to do things with excellence. So right. if you want to give towards a camera, we've already priced it out. I'm gonna send out an email asking people to give. You know, right. I love it because the Bible says when there's a need, you, you present the need.
0: Right, when just, need- just, just to be sure that people know we started doing this podcast with what we had around the house. Yes, we did. Right, like pretty much. We didn't do this big huge no, shop for we a whole studio. No. We just commandeered the upper room in our home and yep. you know this with the, the upper room in right, our with home. The, the the help of our son, yes. Nyro, he he let us use some of his studio equipment and I yes. think we stole one of his microphones. <laughs> and and that's how this is being done. So we really need to get these we things need to get together, our stuff together much better.
1: And we uh, we want we want to reach the world, right? And um, we're not trying to blow up. We want to right. reach the world with the message, and we know the messages that we preach are not popular, so it's not going to make us popular.
0: Right, but still send them but, to people. Yeah, of course. People send need them. to hear this.
1: People need to hear this, and so we want to do it in excellence. So please give. We're going to purchase a camera, probably this week. So if you have so if you feel led to give towards the camera, just go ahead and give and um, let us know that it's for the camera or the, the, the different things that we need to
0: purchase. Tanisha so said we were getting a van.
1: Oh, and we need a van. A whole van. We are, ha- we are getting a van, y'all, because we need some of our children need transportation to get to First Love Schoolhouse. For those of you that don't know, we have a schoolhouse right. called First Love Schoolhouse, and there are some kids that not a, don't have transportation to get here. We want to be able to go pick them up and bring them because First Love Schoolhouse is a homeschooling school it's like Little House on the Prairie a one room schoolhouse where we teach the kids not only excellence in um, the work that they do um, in learning but raising them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord so they can do exploits for Jesus so that Mm -hmm. is the purpose of First Love Schoolhouse so if you want to donate to that we're even going to start having scholarships for the kids to come yes because we want to be able to not, so that they won't be hindered because they don't have the the donation because we're not we're not a for profit. It's a donation that we we get for the kids so that we can, you know, tutor them, do what we need to do and help parents that are homeschooling. With their with their children's schooling and and mm-hmm. how, uh, and adapt to that, so there's a lot that we're doing, and you will f- you find out more about it. I will be emailing you. If you want us to email you, just send me a private message on One Body and send me your email address so that you'll know what's going on. We're moving forward, people. Yes, we we're are. We're not waiting till the money is in the bank. We're moving forward in Jesus' name. Yes,
0: with the presence of the Lord.
1: With the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will post this after so that you'll be able to watch it again. And after it's, you know, gone through its processing, then you'll be able to watch it again and listen to the message. Listen, this message right here. I'm all convicted. I'm, I'm, I'm done for the day. I I really don't even want to go anywhere. I need to just go read my word and ask the Lord, whatever is in me, that's going to stop me from your presence manifesting. I want you to remove it from me. So we love you. Thank you for joining us. The next up is Merchant at 2 p.m. So pastors leaving from here to go to minister to those at the Merchant, which is a homeless ministry. We have a church plant there. and, um, And then we have our other churches that are going on right now. But we just want you to know that we love you. Amen. God has called us to love you first, and that's why we're first love. So thank you for joining. Thank you for giving. Thank you for praying for us. Oh, Tuesday we will be at our new. Uh, we be partnering with Tulsa House of Prayer. We're praying right. on Tuesday, 9 p.m. Central Time. You can log on and join us. We are excited. It's gonna be fire. It will be fire because we're we're asking for the presence to come. Yeah. So join us there or join us here at One Body. You can watch. We love you. God bless you. God bless you. And we'll see you soon. <laughs> God bless you. Lord,
0: the Hallelujah. The Thank you so much for listening. Your generous support enables us to continue to fulfill our mission to win the church to Christ through unceasing prayer, intentional discipleship, and missional living. You can offer additional financial support by going to our website at wearefirstlove.com until we meet again may the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of jesus the son of god our savior always remember your first love